what we covered this week and then i'm going to open it up to all of us um just to you know fellowship and just share what you've picked what you've learned and any testimonies of what god is doing in our lives we started with day eight um day eight which was on sunday and we we spent some time looking at the key to personal transformation that is the key to personal transformation and we saw the importance uh the importance of uh the hour of power, the importance of our power. And we say it's important on a daily basis. You can cover one hour for you, for your 24 hours. You can cover one hour dedicated to you. And we saw that's part of the reason why we have this daily morning that we call it the cream hour prayer or the cream hour of power. It's part of that. And it says it encourages us says that if you really, um, you know, you can train yourself, uh, you can, um, you know, train yourself to start your day, um, you know, with movement. Start your day with movement. We said you spend the first day, the first, um, you know, five minutes moving, breathing. That's why we do the three deep breaths with you guys taking every morning. They are powerful. You, you know, we start, um, you know, and it's been proven that it works. It sets us on a on a path of having a breakthrough in the day. Then the next thing we said is that get into a state of gratefulness. Start your day from a position of gratefulness. Once you do your movement, your breathing, whatever it is, you can spend the day just being grateful. Where you 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 know think about everything you are grateful for every single day. When you jump out of bed, you do the movement, and then just go into a state of gratefulness as you pray, 
as you reflect on the faithfulness of God. And that's why we always, we are here every morning praying. And it's always it's supposed to begin with us, a position of gratefulness, where you focus on the things that God has done in your life. You think about what God has done in your family. God has given you good health. He has brought you this far. There are people who never made it past their first birthday. You are here. God has brought you here. He has blessed you with family, with children. He's blessed you with a job, with a business, with education. You can communicate. You know, God has been gracious to you. And if you just zero in on the things that you can be grateful, it is powerful when you begin your day from a position of gratefulness. And always say, that's what we do in the hour of power. And then the next thing that we say is, is once you get out of, uh, get the, uh, from uh, this, the, the state of gratefulness, the next thing is then you use your mantras, which are the daily declarations, some of them that we have been sharing here every morning, where you declare God's word over your life. The word, the things, or the, the scripture that you hear God speaking to you, we have been using some of it here, the clearing, like, you know, saying, you know, um, we, where we have been saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm living on purpose. We declare these things over your life in this hour of power. And we said, if you do that every day, you know what, you start your day from a position of strength. And that's what we covered uh, on uh, on day, day, day nine as we continue this program. And it's there in your notes as well. Let's recap in what we, what we covered. And then we moved on and looked at, again, the pain, um, pain and pleasure, which are the two key things that control and direct our life. We saw that everything we do in our lives, uh, this was on day nine, everything we do in our lives is driven by a fundamental need to avoid pain uh, and our desire to gain pleasure. So these two things, everything that we do, every response that you do is either try you try to avoid pain or you have a desire to gain pleasure. And what we learned here was if we really want to, um, you know, to lead extraordinary lives, we must learn to bring these two under control. We said we will do far more naturally. We'll do far more to avoid pain than we will, we, we will to gain Pleasure. And so we said God has word in us, the ability to be able to control um, these, these two emotions that are very key in, in driving our life. And we saw that on day nine. We saw several things that we can do to, you know, to drive. We saw the issue of the woman with the issue of blood. Now she, you know, she made a determination. She said, I must, I must um, be able to see, I must touch the helm of the garment of Jesus. And then there was an assignment there where we said, you know, you know, where we, where we said you need to um to, to list of new actions, things that you need to take, um actions that you should take now, uh, without any hesitation. That was a whole exercise, and we encourage you to do that. Uh, that was on day on day nine. Then we proceeded on on day ten. We looked at the power of belief, the power of belief, and this is so so important that as as Christians, you know, the everything that we do is determined actually our belief system. And so if we want to lead extraordinary lives, uh, we must be willing. Uh, if we want to change our lives, we must change our belief system. And we saw how important it is to allow God's word to shape our beliefs. We saw the importance of aligning our belief system with God's promises. And we looked at a number of those promises that you know we need to know that it's God who gives us strength when we are weary. We saw that God has promised to give us rest and we need to align our beliefs um, with God's word 
Many of you are now way to leading extraordinary life. And so the whole idea of reading the word of God, reading scripture, you know, spending time with God's word is trying to understand what is God's promise for us. And then picking up those promises, making them, you know, making them part of our belief system. Then we start manifesting those in our lives. And so this is the most important thing for us as Christians. That's why we worship. That's why we read the word of God. That's why we come to fellowship. We are trying to build our belief system that is completely aligned with God's word in Jesus' name. And then the 11, uh, we spend some time there uh, looking at uh, the, th- the three steps to lasting change. We saw that actually, you know, uh, it's, it's, the, the issue is not is not making a decision. The issue is actually ensure that the decision you make can last. And we saw a lot of people um, do things, but they, they don't see things through. They, we, 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 we get ideas, we hear God speak it to us about something, but then we don't see things through. And we, we saw that if we really want to change, there are three things that must happen. If you remember that, we said you must get leverage on yourselves. And we saw those three levels of responsibility that are necessary for a lasting change. The first one, we said you must reach a point where you, you, you believe that something must change. And you, you, you come to a level where you feel, no, 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 something must change. You come into a decision point where you are convinced and convicted that something must change. And then we said, not only that, but you also, I must change it. Not only do you need to reach a point of saying, this must change. You know, I must turn around. I cannot continue living like this. This is not what God intended for me. I believe I can do far much more. I believe this is not a life and this is not my lot in life. And so you reach that point, you say something must change. And then number two, you say, I must change it. Not only do you believe that something must change, but you need to know that you have the power to make it, to make that change. Because the enemy would like you to feel like, oh, you are a victim. You can't do anything. You know, you can't really change and you are like this. But when you when, when he does that, then you are powerless. But you need to know you have got everything in your power. God has given us every single thing to be able to make that change. And then the third one was, I can change it. Not only I must change it, but I can change it. And right now, uh, you know, you can make that change. So we saw that that was very, very powerful. It was day, um, day 11. And we saw that you need to interrupt your current pattern of association and condition yourself uh, into a new state where you can actually make that change. And we saw the importance of worship, the importance of prayer, the importance of really calling upon God to interrupt those patterns so that you can be a journey on lasting change. So that is very important. So that when we make change, it lasts. You make commitments that you see through in Jesus' name. Then we moved on into uh, day 11. Uh, day 11, we were being led by our brother Boniface, and we looked at you know, goal setting, the importance of goal setting, and how, how to create a compelling future. We saw that any compelling goals must contain two things. You must answer the question, what do you want? Why do you want it? And what will it give to you? Those are two things that must be any goal. Why do you want it? You know, what do you want, first of all? Why do you want it? What will it give to you? So you must have, we must be very clear about what we want from, from God. And we saw that all the people that God touched in life, they were very clear about what we wanted. When he met the blind Bartimaeus, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? 
And God always has left that to us as co-creators with him because we are creating his image. He has given us that ability to sit down and to really analyze and set goals and, 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 and then represent them to him. And then he's able to, to guide so that a lot of times we can just wait through life with no goals, just living day by day. The year comes, month comes, you know, the half year comes, goes, another year goes, and you find that you're not really progressing as you should because you're not setting goals for yourself. And you saw that this is so, so important. We don't do it very well. The non-believers do it very well. And it works. And so as Christians, we must set goals. And we saw it must set goals around everything. And so whether it is now, um, you know, spiritual goals, what do you want? How close, how close do you want to get to God? How do you want to get to, to expand your ministry? You know, your personal goals, whether it's family, financial goals, um, you know, health goals. How do you want your health to look like? You know, those are all we should all, we should, those are all things that you should look at. And we saw that in the importance of having uh, set true goals um, in Jesus' name. And there was a whole exercise in your workbook which I shared yesterday. We should be able to help you just write down, set up economic goals, financial goals, you know, things goals, things that you want to do. And, and it's a very, very powerful exercise. And then on day 13 with our sister Purity, she helped. We, we looked at the, the, the six human needs, um, which were very important that are driving um, in our lives. We saw that to be fulfilled, we must consistently meet these six needs. Certainty and certain significance, connection and love, growth and contribution. These are six things that we feed on a daily basis. We, we didn't finish it. We'll continue from there tomorrow uh, in, in our next teaching as we go deeper on, on these six needs because they are very, very critical. We all want saturnity. You know, saturnity equals survival. You know, and, and that's why even you saw, you know, people are rioting because when they look around and they say, oh, the cost of living has gone up, People want saturnity, and when saturnity is not there, but their survival is actually threatened, and we react in very many ways. And you know, these are very, very deep things that I want us to really look at because they determine a lot of things in our lives unconsciously or even consciously. So that's what we've covered this week on this journey to our leading extraordinary lives. We- <laughs>